You're listening to We Die First, a podcast for black horror fans by black horror fans. Spooky Squad, we're back. <laughs> Andrew's Andrew's here too. <laughs> I'm here. I was trying to think of something witty, and then I was just like, I just wanted to revel in your spooky squad. Nah, man, you can't think too hard about it, because if you do, it's whack. That's Fair point. That's the first rule of comedy, <laughs> is don't think about it. Ooh, bringing me back to my improv one days. Improv A. Uh, remember improv? That was a thing. Oh, man, yeah. Hmm. It's become a lost art. Do you art. miss it? Do I miss it? <laughs> yeah. When when this is all done, people are like, do you remember? It'll be like when like opera was invented because it was opera came to be because they were bringing back Greek tragedies and comedies, oh. but they didn't really know how they were performed. So they're like, we think there's music. And then they just added music to plays. That's more or less. Wait, that's literally the birth of be. opera? More or less. Mm. But yeah, I mean, the impetus wow. is bringing back the Greek tragedy. So people will be like, what was improv? Well, there were these doctrines. Um, thou shalt yes and. <laughs> and don't ask questions. And then it'll just, it'll still be a bunch of white people trying to figure out how to do this as adults. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that's like the most important element of improv. Because as you know, only white adults can do it. Yeah. It's it's again. It's trying to channel that fearless energy, the fearless energy of being a white adult. (laughs) How are you doing, Andrew? I'm phenomenal. I haven't felt better. Uh, One week of being thirty under my belt. I got legitimately excited when my apartment got new washers and dryers. I mean, that's a big deal. Life's going well. That's a big deal. It's a big deal because. It doesn't take quarters, so now I can just, you know, pay with an app on my phone like a normal washing machine should let me do. Mm. Who the hell is quarters? Especially during a coin shortage. They did not They did not plan this well. No, no. My apartment, um, so I have a washer dryer in unit, but it's really small. So you can only like do a few articles of clothing like per load. And we're still trying to figure out like a rhythm because I've, I was used to until recently like i would just wash my clothes like once a week maybe like once every once and a half weeks um and then i learned very quickly that i can't do that here because it's such a small washer that it literally took me like several days to get through my clothes so we're still trying to figure out like how often we need to be doing laundry so we're not like oh shit like everything's dirty <laughs> i feel that yeah. I feel that. It's a struggle, but, you know, it, well, it could be worse. how are you besides your laundry rhythm, though? Huh? How are you doing besides your laundry struggle? Despite that, I'm okay. Um, got rejected from a job, which is fine. You know, that's part of it. Um, but I did get a follow-up from another job. They wanted me to do, like, a questionnaire thing. So I'm like, okay, that's a good sign. Ooh. Like, I'm still in the running. We'll see if I actually make it through. But yeah, I'm doing okay. You hear that spooky squad? You all have to you have to put this into the universe for Sonique. I know. Because if you're listening to this, I feel like you also are a firm believer in vision boards and 
signs and crystals. So do yes. do those things. Yes, do those things for me because I would like to be paid um, in in uh, legal tender in money <laughs> specifically because um, bitch got bills to pay still. <laughs> like them bills didn't. <laughs> didn't pause during this quarantine situation i still have to pay my car note still have my you know my phone bill my insurance all those things so you know it'll help you um if you were to be paid for maybe just being like an influencer maybe having that fucking blue check mark on twitter where could we find you on that Twitter? Boo! Ah! Yes! Ooh, 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 this is so good. Shit. Uh, you could find me on Twitter at S-E-Y underscore anything. That's say anything. I recently posted a new video. I don't think it's getting much traction compared to my first video. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, what you, that's your problem of being really funny out of the gate and then just kind of trying to coast on it. Whereas you got to be like the rest of us and just have mediocrity (laughs) for a long time. And then nothing takes off. I should have held on to that other video. I showed my boyfriend it today and he just like watched it smiling and he was like, yeah, I don't get it. And I was like, "Eh, I don't really get it either, but (laughs) I had fun doing it. (laughs) Sometimes I'm very proud of things that no one likes. And that's the most satisfying thing to me is when only I like it. But you know, I think it's good practice. I think I'm, um, very much perfectionist. I care way too much what people think about me and what I do. So I think it's good practice for me to just kind of, I'm, I'm trying to get into the habit of just releasing shit, whether it's good or not. So much, what matters is it made me laugh. I thought it was funny. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't, there's plenty of shit that I see online that I don't find funny, but people think it's hilarious. I'm like, maybe someone will like it, you know? But where can people find you? We've all seen Seinfeld. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> But where can the people find you, Andrew? Oh, man. Find me on Twitter at Andrew underscore on underscore drums. I had to think about it. I'm 90% sure that's it. I think that's not that Andrew right. underscore. Yeah. Um, I do frequently pull a sneak and post things that I think are funny. On occasion, another human does. You can also find me on Instagram at Andrew John Baldwin. But I'm more funny on Twitter, which is, again, not to say that I'm funny, which I am. He's very funny, guys. But please check it out. You should please help us get those those blue check marks, so then we can influence people. So people, I just I need to pay back my fucking student loans, man. I've been watching too many dumb things on how much student loan debt there is in the nation, and I'm like, yeah, just forgive it. You're not getting it. I'm gonna die owing this money. I'm not gonna give it to you. Yeah, I don't even let that stress me anymore. But um, as someone who is trying to pursue more creative endeavors professionally. I'm learning very quickly that you have to have some sort of following. So follow me and I can maybe get paid. And then also turn around and follow me because yeah. I can only ride Sneak's coattails for so long because, you know, she doesn't have a big washing machine. She won't be able to clean them as frequently. I'm also very short, so my coattails are not very long. <laughs> I'm just, She's just dragging me. I'm, <laughs> arguably, I'm just this weight. <laughs> No, you're not. You're not. Um, you know, you know what is a heavyweight flesh eating bacteria. <laughs> I was waiting for this segue that I could tell from the setup was subpar. Was doo-doo. But this week <laughs> this week we are covering Cabin Fever from 2002, directed by Eli Roth, 
Um, it is a horror comedy film. It follows a group of young college folks who decide to rent a cabin out in the woods for a fun weekend, but they soon, um, fall victim to a flesh eating bacteria. Um, fun fact, apparently it was inspired by a true story from Eli Roth's life during like a trip to Iceland. So he got like a skin infection. A family friend's farm on like in Iceland. What? What a youth he must have had. Yeah, that was, you know, don't don't look into it too much, but the movie stars Ryder Strong, which, okay, I'm just going to warn you, I'm going to lust this entire podcast because Ryder Strong played Sean Hunter on Boy Meets World, and he was my everything. Uh, he continues to be my everything, and I just enjoyed watching him. But some other people were in it too, Jordan Ladd, Serena Vincent, who gives a fuck. Sean Hunter's in this movie. That's what, that's what matters to me. <laughs> <laughs> what were your thoughts on this? Uh, was this your first time seeing it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, with many of these things, like pre <clears throat> like 20 uh, or like 2005-ish, that era. Or like a lot of this I, d- I saw clips of, mm-hmm. don't remember much. Yeah. So yeah, it was more or less the first time seeing it. I, again, kind of like with, uh well I loved Jeepers Creepers yeah. but it was so it's kind of more like with Cherry Falls where I'm like this is very much a 2000s movie I thought it was good it was interesting um it was a good waste of time yeah I was there were some things where it's like you know it's not like they explain and maybe it does in the sequels I have no fucking idea it's just all of a sudden there's this flesh eating virus and it's just like well where did it initially come from. I like that's just something that I wish I would have known mm. that was explained. Mm-hmm. But for I mean, I thought it was like an interesting premise here. Like, okay, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I like it when we don't get that backstory because I think it's easy to just bungle it. So I'd rather just like I mean, I know that flesh eating viruses and bacteria exist. So I'm like, okay, sure, someone got it from I don't know a bat. Who knows? Like. <laughs> I, when in doubt, I just go by way of Cujo and assume that every disease starts with a bat, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I am I think I definitely remember this movie being very scary when I first saw it. Like, I would have been like 11 probably. Um, it's not as scary. I right. – we talked about Eli Roth. I am ambivalent. I don't get his sense of humor. Like I just don't, and I don't. I don't know if it just might be a humor, like I just a you know I'm not the audience, but there's something about the way he goes about comedy that I'm like, I guess this is funny or it's a funny premise, but like I don't see how this is like really funny, except for the pancakes thing. That's, that's interesting. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. well, so I, I conversely like I don't think he's like like humor in his movies is the best like the most well executed yeah. but there are several moments when i'm like ha comedic relief that was funny yeah like, yeah i think the more subtle moments where that happens i think there's moments where it's kind of again i think he's like ott um i think he's he's someone who's very clearly um in, influenced by i think a lot of like, the early 70s folks like Wes craven um, I got a lot of like last, po- uh, I said last podcast on the left, last house on the left, <laughs> which, 
uh, that's a podcast. But no, last house on the left. And like there were certain choices. I was like, okay, you're definitely like inspired by Wes Craven. Wes Craven has kind of a sense of humor. But like Wes Craven's actually funny. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh god. This was his uh this was his first movie, right? His first Oh. Um, like he co-wrote it and it was like his directorial debut. I think so. Cuz yes. I was going to say like compared to, you know, The Hostels, like this is so tame in like gore stuff. I mean, like there's some things where you're like, "Ah, okay, okay." But it's yeah. not like watching a woman have her eyeball blow torched out. Yeah. And at the very least, the I think that the gore we do get is deserved like it's it's earned it's i mean we already have like a flesh eating bacteria going i expect it to be kind of gross like you know i don't think i don't think it was too much in that respect but let's jump into it um so we start off with this like uh a transient man just like (laughs) (laughs) this podcast is very politically correct and he's like wandering around the woods and comes across a dog which is dead and his insides have been like well it's his dog right was it his dog and he's like yeah he's like slapping the dog in the face with the the dead rabbit he just caught or something ah yeah 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 you're right yeah but like the the dog has been beyond bt'd it's just like completely like hollowed out but it's like really gross and it's weird because he like flips it over and then like blood splurts at him (laughs) so he was hollow yet there was something in him that still was bloated enough to explode you're like okay i mean anatomy anatomy of a dog yeah it it was a nice opening cuts to (laughs) the truckload of college kids because it's like spring break right Mm -hmm. or some some break yeah and i just like this like the scene of uh marcy i think who is she's like yeah like a week without school, fuck yeah! Don't you fucking go to school, it's a trap! And then the, ca- the <laughs> camera angle turns, and she's just talking to, like, a 10-year-old. Yeah, he's got like, a lollipop or, like, a popsicle or some shit. Yeah, so the college students, it's Jeff, Marcy, Paul, Karen, and Bert. They're on vacation. This bit is actually where I liked the call the callback to um, Last House on the Left, because it's... Um, it's the music choices. So I think the song that they're they're driving around in first is The Road Leads to Nowhere. And later on, we get Wheels Are Turning, which we're also playing in that in the original movie, like during the driving scenes. I was like, oh, that's like a that's a fun, that's a cute little callback. Mm. Um, yeah. So they so they're, you know, they're on vacation and they end up coming upon this um, like roadside, like general store. Okay, this As fucking one does scene. in these movies. And it there's honestly it's so, it's so weird. It was no surprise that Eli Roth would end up in a Quentin Tarantino movie because they both won the excuse to say the N-word in a movie. I I like this feels like what was this for? <laughs> what was this for? <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited to get to that. But yeah, so it's like what like, you know, they have just weird bottles of like things it's like one is like fox piss and you know i guess they use it like in hunting to attract the foxes it's like what's that for for foxes what's the rifle for for the n words i don't even want to say it yeah it was a it was a hard r n word and you're just like where where is this going and then i'm like i hope this has a point and then it it has a bad one at the end but whatever yeah it's just like a very cheap it was, it's cheap comedy yeah. because it's like it's, it's like oh I'm gonna be sh-. you know what it is 
This is my beef with Eli Roth. He's a fucking edgelord. It's just like you're doing stuff because you know it's like it's it's edgy. So like, oh, I'm gonna have this guy, this white man, say the n word, and it's shocking, and like people are gonna laugh because they're uncomfortable. But it's like, but what was the point of that? And it was a setup. The whole the whole point of that n word thing is to set up a really bad joke at the end, like you said. And it's like, what? right? <laughs> Wasn't worth I like, it. I like just all of the set. Also, I was just getting, I couldn't just help think about uh, Cabin in the Woods, you know, because it just makes fun of all the tropes. And then Mm -hmm. so it's like, you know, they're all just like stupid college kids. Well, I mean, really, Bert's like the stereotypical stupid college kid. The (laughs) the other ones are just whatever. And he sits next to this kid who is a stranger and he's just like, put her there, man. And then (laughs) the kid bites him, which, yeah, that's (laughs) fucked up. But I'm Dennis. like, why? What are you doing, man? Don't sit next to a child you don't know, because they might bite you. Because kids are animals; they are. Kids are fucking weird. I mean, you saw that kid's haircut too, so you know he's he's a yeah. weird one for sure. But I do like oh, the the hillbillies coming out and just being like, "Don't sit next to Dennis." It's like, yeah, we would have known that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, because we would have. Like, yeah, we're from this town, but also um, we do get like the general store racist is like. Um, he just warned them, like, of the woods. And, I mean, we, of course, you have to have, like, the heartbringer, like, oh, no, like, the woods are dangerous. Yeah. But it's also, like, realistically speaking, let's say if I'm on my way out to stay in the woods for God knows what reason, never would happen. <laughs> and an old man at general store is like, hey, be careful out in the woods. I don't think I would even ask what was in the woods. I'd just be like, yeah, because they're woods. Woods are dangerous. Like, there's bears, maybe wolves possibly no if someone had to point out not to go in the woods because especially if they're you know like the yokel but he didn't general but he store didn't owner say don't go he said be careful up in the woods and i'm like yeah that's reasonable advice like I, I my first thought isn't well honestly again if i'm going into the woods i'm probably already anxious but let's say i'm not one of those people let's say i'm a white person because they love the woods <laughs> and an uh, old man was like be careful up in the woods i'm not really freaking out i'm just like yeah, noted. Like, woods are dangerous. There's all kinds of, um, you know, oogie boogies out there. That's what I call animals. That's, yeah, I was like the technical <laughs> term for anything you come across in the woods. Oogie boogies. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they get to the cabin and everyone kind of like splits up. Bert is like shooting squirrels. Um, Jeff and Marcy are a couple. And they were like, you know, getting it in. And of course, Paul played by... Ryder Strong, oh, I love him. He has a crush on this Karen girl who like fuck her, <laughs> fuck her. Yeah, how dude. how dare she get between me and my baby? <laughs> like, good riddance. I you say. would be with him right now if it wasn't for Karen. Oh my god, yeah. Like I I am pretty sure that if Ryder Strong ever met me, he'd be like, "Wow, she's she's a great gal." I'm sure of it. She, she's a swell gal. <laughs> That's what I wanna... everyone says about me. <laughs> Gee whiz, she sure is swell. Um, yeah, I do like the, uh, the I wrote, I was like, I really like the uneven sexual tension that <laughs> he and Karen have. Yes. In the sense that he has it and she does not. Yeah, no, she. You know, it was, it was like the nice hints of like, he's straight up trying to like, you know, we've known each other for a while. And you know. I've seen you get hot. 
and I want to have sex with you. Is he didn't say those lines exactly? <laughs> he got him. And she, and then she's just like, "Let's race to the lake." And you're like, "Okay, take the hint, dude." <laughs> I wonder if that was a reference to um. No, I think I'm reading into it too much. <laughs> Sleep boy camp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe down by the lake. <laughs> After the ice cream gonna... social. Um, yeah, so while Bert's out there shooting squirrels, as you do out in the country, um, the the same transient gentleman we saw earlier is all fucked up. He comes out and Bert freaks out and like shoots him and like runs away, but doesn't tell because anybody. Because he thought he was a badger. He's like, I'm going to get you, you badger. So, and I want to say, Bert simultaneously handled shooting a human both very well and very poorly. Oh, yeah, Poorly in the sense that he shot a person, mm-hmm. but very well. Like, I feel like if I were just, for exactly whatever reason, in the woods shooting animals, what do you call them? Ookie boogies. There. So if I were shooting at ookie boogies... <laughs> And I shot a person. I personally would probably break down. And I'm like, my world is over. Yeah. I hope you're okay. But I'm selfish. And I'm going away for life. Yeah. Because I just shot I am this man. And I don't really know how the hierarchy works. Because me, a black woman, shot a white man. But he also is homeless. So I don't know intersectionality. Like, <laughs> to what degree do I go to prison? I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what you... I don't know how well his we white privilege works in those situations. Like... <laughs> <laughs> right it's but i very mean confusing and, and like he had like bert had the wherewithal because the guy's just like help me blah 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 like give me water he's like yeah i'm gonna help you like don't come any closer and he the guy's like is that your cabin he's like no that's not my cabin don't go there <laughs> i'm like i would i would still be sobbing that i shot this person as he was like going into my cabin but you know the thing is as we get into it like bert is the worst, but also like the best. Like Bert, Bert has moments where I'm like, I agree with Bert's actions right now. <laughs> like y'all are tripping. But um, they that night they decide like we're gonna do like campfire, you know? And they're okay. So this is what I mean. So they, they're doing the campfire thing, and Paul tells this story about like a bowling alley incident, and it's like, what does this have to fucking do with anything that's happening? And that's what I don't get. There's a lot of moments yeah. of just like, why? is this happening? Like, is this supposed to be a funny moment? Like, I don't know. I, I, right. I do I, like how Eli Roth throws himself in his movies too. Cause he played one of the, like the smiley guy yeah. in the bowling alley in the flashback. And then also, you know, we get a, a pro skater shows up <laughs> out of the blue with his fucking dog, Dr. Mambo. And it's Eli Roth. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, what the hell? <laughs> what? You're right. It's so weird. And it's so weird. It's just, like, and I also just have a, I have like a dislike for like self indulgent white male creators who have to put themselves in everything. It's like, can you just? Is it not enough that you wrote, directed, and produced this? You also need a star in this. Like, sit your ass down, Woody Allen. He's just. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, and you know the character. They're all like, yeah, you need to leave. And he's like, oh well, I guess I'll just. Go smoke this whole fucking like gallon Ziploc bag of weed by myself. And as any intelligent person goes, they're like, "Oh no no no, come sit down, come go go back here. Whoa, don't don't leave with that bag of weed. What are you doing now?" I mean, and I'm just like, that was probably the most realistic thing to happen <laughs> in this movie. Truly. Um, 
But while they're like while that start while they're starting up there, it starts to rain. So the dude leaves because he's like, "Oh fuck, I have to go pack my shit up in my my campground." Um, and uh, they all decide, "Okay, we're gonna go inside as well." So they go inside and they're gonna wait for the guy to come back with the weed. But then the homeless man comes back and now he's begging for help. He's like really messed up, and <laughs> they shut the door on him basically, and like. Basically, it causes chaos in the in the cabin because, you know, some of them want to go out and, like, help him. But Bert's like, no, fuck that guy. <laughs> Leave him outside. Yeah, he, and he, he even goes, wait, you're the guy that shot me. No! Slams door in his face. <laughs> but, yeah, you're right. Like, shit's, shit's going crazy. Shit's and going then he crazy. And like, he... Did he get the keys to the car or did he jumpstart it back when you could do that to I cars? I don't know. I wonder if the keys were left in the car. Like, I don't... Which I think is very irresponsible, but like a dumb, yeah. I don't, I don't know if he he could have, I guess, like whatever. What is it called? Hot wheeled, jumps, hot hot jump s- jump start. start. <laughs> did you? Did, what did he do? Did he hopscotch that car? Sneak! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> did he hot wheels that car? <laughs> no, you're thinking of Matchbox. He Matchbox that car. Listen, what are every? <laughs> yeah, no. When people do like hot wire. That's what it is, hot hot wire, right? That is what I said. I th- didn't I say that? Who cares? I don't know. Whatever. He, he hot boxed the car. <laughs> 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 he hot boxes the car, and they're just like, "Oh shit!" And he's just like vomiting everywhere in the car. So now the car is ruined, and <laughs> they very quickly <laughs> it's ruined. It goes it goes very quickly from like, "Oh fuck, this guy is like blowing up to them just murdering this man." <laughs> Well, they, they, they didn't all just get, like, like straight up weapons. murder him. <laughs> like, they beat the well, shit yeah, out of him. And shit. first, they're, well, they beat the shit out of the car to taunt him. And then they're just like, the one guy's just like, he has like a poker for the fireplace. And he's just, he's not trying to like stab him. He's just straight up poking him. And then the other guy's like hitting him with a bat. And then Paul lights a stick on fire. And this was hilarious because this guy's like stumbling around like he's so sick, so ill. He can't move. But then he's wearing the most flammable jacket and it fucking ignites in like a second and he tears off running on fire. So I I wonder if that was, I mean, one, it could just be that, you know, it's a movie. So he has to catch on fire. So he just ignites. But remember, Marcy's also spraying him with some shit. I don't know what she had, but she's spraying him with something. Oh, yeah. So I'm wondering if that was like the implications that he's like, she sprayed him and then he like, you know. I don't know what she had. It was a hairspray. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> but yeah, no, he. Ign- well, it was a. That was the most effective thing. Mm-hmm. Flamethrower. So he like he like you know goes up in, in flames and runs away, um, and um, <laughs> I feel like for the next day when they're like okay we need to like try to figure out what we're gonna do, they're like not as freaked out about the fact that you guys definitely killed a man like. Like some of they, them, yeah, like, they were just like, moderate. They're like moderately concerned, but I'm like, you, you guys killed someone, <laughs> like all of well, you. they were, yeah, they were as upset as Bert was when he shot him in the first place. Like concerned, but I mean, I'm not like losing it. Yeah, which, like, I mean, I guess might have been um, the point too, is that they are a bunch of assholes, mostly. Um, I think Paul is probably the least asshole-ish one, but he has asshole moments too that like it's just – they're just all pieces of shit basically who, you know, do not know how to handle murdering someone. Right. 
um, like adults. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. What? Like, grow, grow the fuck up. <laughs> um. Yeah. So they're deciding okay, that we're gonna have to get help, right? Because um, you know, we just killed this man, but like he was maybe sick, and we also need to get out of here basically because our car is fucked up too so they encounter this like woman it's like a butcher woman who's like just like fucking up these pigs and um she seems like she's gonna help them until they realize that she is the cousin cousin of the homeless man that they murdered that was a really cool <laughs> discovery moment too it's just like yeah this this homeless man was not like this hermit was like trying to attack us so we had to beat him with a bat it's like oh you don't mean henry Nah, Henry knows better than to do that. But you didn't. You didn't do that to Henry. You know what? We're gonna leave. We'll, we'll catch. We'll 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 walk to town. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Um. And while that's happening, too, Paul is back at the cabin, and a police officer, Deputy Winston, shows up. And again, weird humor moments. You have like the music, and it's like, I was like, what? It- is I don't get what is happening. Like the guy is like kind of a smarmy, like jackass young guy. Uh, I don't know if he was looking at kind of like a again Wes Craven scream. We had like a Dewey. Remember, like the cop. Like was he trying to go mm-hmm. for that? Maybe like I don't know. Well, it was weird because we also had. <laughs> I think you were saying the music. We had like that sultry jazz vibraphone, and this cop's like, "Don't worry, I got it taken covered. We're gonna have so many crazy parties." <laughs> you guys, you and look you're like, like you like to party. Yeah, it's like yeah, of course. <laughs> you know what it's like being a guy going to a note a new town with five pounds of dangling meat between your legs. Yeah, I was and like, Paul's just like, what? yeah. <laughs> I think I've in- experienced that. Yes, yes, my penis is five pounds. <laughs> yeah, I am sick. I have a sickly five-pound penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Dude, also, but also, also speaking- just an interesting way to describe a penis, and not like so, like, like length, but like weight. <laughs> like it's, I've never heard it. Yeah, it, it, it can be. It is only like three inches hard, but it is five pounds it is like 30 pounds it is it is 60 it is, pounds it is the weight of a kindergartner <laughs> that's that is how we <laughs> i weigh approximately several kindergartners um not counting not counting my uh one kindergarten weight penis but like also speaking of sickness we we got a clip of a uh, transient man uh the superhero that after being set on fire died <laughs> But like, <laughs> but comes back has an infection. <laughs> yeah, it comes back not physically, but through the revenge of falling in like the reservoir mm-hmm. that leads to their water, and then just because that was a nice that set it up because Paul, being chivalrous as fuck, poured a cup of water for Karen, and then that's when what made me think about it is she comes out and that's when winston the shit eating cop goes oh yeah <laughs> yeah you like to party and, and then he like turns her you go back inside and have a 40 everything's okay <laughs> it's like he talks like an alien like who is pretending to be 20 something and it's like 
don't you worry don't you yeah. worry girl go go uh you know drink a 40 it's like yeah i'm just gonna go drink a 40 like <laughs> why don't you and you and your fella go have some of the mary J and have a sarsaparilla on the house why don't you and you and your 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 fella go in go inside and you know uh intercourse as you as you do because you're in the prime of your sexual maturation that would have been, I think, less odd compared to the dialogue we got. Oh, no. Yeah. I actually think that was like award-winning dialogue. Hire me. Um, it was. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but Karen, you know, at first Karen's like pretty distraught over everything, but she seems like she's not feeling too good, right? So we get a scene, yeah. which I will admit this scene is one of the ones that fucks me up when I, upon rewatch is, you know, they're in bed and Karen, you know, this, and this is also where Paul's an asshole because I'm like, I think she's, Paul, yeah, she's sleeping. Yep, she's sleeping. She's sleeping. She's sleeping. But he decides, like, you know, I'm going to try to have sex with her. So he reaches down, you know, her nether regions. Starts, starts the diddling. Starts the diddling. And I think he's, he's into it. He's like, oh, shoot. Like, <laughs> also, did you notice, <laughs> like, the, the the very obvious squishing sounds like yes. the foley for it like it was unnecessary it was but i disgusting. loved that like eli was listening to this he's like we need to add some more there's not enough natural squish i feel like i need to do a super cut of this scene with wet ass pussy <laughs> cuz that's what he was thinking he's like oh shoot this is great but then he's like hmm this feels weird and then we realize that she is rotting like on her thighs basically and like and to her groin well too yeah, she's like she's she's rotted as fuck which makes me which makes me think has has paul never felt a vagina before <laughs> that he was just like he's like this seems normal this seems normal <laughs> squelch, some, squelch, loose squelch. Skin, <laughs> some really loose skin there's some loose skin on my hand <laughs> yeah paul's just yeah paul's a his paul's game a is confirmed Confirmed. Confirmed. Um, so, yeah, so everyone's like, fuck, like, she's sick. Like, you know, everyone's just a freak out. And uh, uh, relatable, because I would also start fucking freaking out, because she's fucked up. I do kind of thought that they came up really, they're like, I feel it's very, sometimes in movies, you know, it's like, it needs several things to show what is happening that's wrong. Like five more people would have gotten sick till they were like, I think it's there's a disease. I think it's contagious. And then fucking Bert, Bert of all people were like, oh shit, she has what that homeless guy has. We're all going to die. Yeah. Like, but wow, of course he handles Bert. it terribly because he, like, she's trying to get up and <laughs> she's in the bed and she's like, guys, I don't feel well. And he's like, bitch, get your fucking <laughs> <laughs> but like, but honestly, I'm Bert. I think in that situation, I would have also fucking freaked out and be like, especially with someone I don't really know like that, because like Bert and Karen don't really know each other. If it was a good friend, it'd be different. But if it was like someone like I kind of tangentially know, I would absolutely be like, bitch, get back in that room, dude. I will kick you. <laughs> like, if you come out this yeah, room. we're not. Yeah, we're not gonna kill you. We just need you to be nowhere near I us. And then they put her out in that barn. They put her out in the. Sh- it was a, a, a. She wishes it was a barn. Shed. It was a it was shed. A shed. <laughs> You're at least right, a barn. I was making it. Seem- at least a barn has hay. It's kind of like it's kind of <laughs> rustic and cute. No, it's a fucking shit. <laughs> this was yeah. This was an Airbnb gone so wrong. She wanted a barn, but she got a shed. Yeah, and she just they throw her in there, and she's you know she's distraught as I would. I mean anyone would, but they're like, sorry, girl. She, like she's handling that again. 
This I think the theme of this movie is people handling things poorly, but at the same time, shockingly well. I mean, but like, did she? I thought she, she. I mean, she didn't freak out, but she definitely was kind of like she didn't freak out. She kind of was like she was pissed. These fuckers, like put me in a shed. But she didn't try to escape. Like, no. well, Marcy brings her, her food her later. Skin at some is point. falling apart. She can't escape. <laughs> hey, man! If I'm angry enough, it doesn't matter how much of me is falling off. I'm gonna scream until my throat gives out because of the flesh-eating virus yes which it also spread to your throat um but Bert manages to fix the truck and he's like okay i'm gonna fucking get out of here they're like okay we're gonna take karen and try to get her to safety but um Bert is definitely starting to feel unwell and they notice that they're like Bert, what's going on with you and he's like yeah i don't feel hot but like we gotta go but but also like the the way i i see it so Granted, it's scary because this like contagious thing is contagious. But also, the longer you guys as contagious things are, it seems like I, I, I would I, the way I would reason is like at this point we're probably all been exposed to this thing. We might as well just get back in this fucking car and just like get the fuck out of here together, as as well as we are currently, you know, until like it runs out. But Bert starts, you know, he's he's sick, and um, Karen's also sick, and she throws up all over the the truck they had already cleaned. Well that was that was the biggest thing, right? Is they're all starting to really get on Bert's case and be like, yo, what's what's going on? What's going on, Bert? Um mm-hmm. and then Karen starts blood vomiting everywhere, which is what a metal band name, Blood Vomit. Blood Vomit. I wouldn't listen to them personally. <laughs> but he was, you know, kinda I mean he was trying to hide it, but and she, they're just like, I'm not getting, uh, Jeff was like, I'm not getting in the fucking car with her. It's like, well, put her in the front seat with me. It'll be fine. I was like, okay. Yeah. You, you realized you're fucked anyway. Okay. Can we talk about Jeff? Because like, <laughs> Jeff, so, so let's, let's like, we didn't really do a good breakdown of like these characters, right? So you have Bert, Bert's like the, the dumb one. He's like the, the, the comic relief. Marcy, who's like the hot brunette. Um, Karen's like the sweet girl. Paul's just like the regular, regular dude. And then Jeff is like this massive asshole. <laughs> like, it's like, right? Movies like these, I'm like, how do any of these people have friends? Especially like Jeff. Jeff has a, a gaggle of friends, enough friends that he could he could drum up together to go on a weekend or a week long vacation with him. But he's a piece of shit because. Karen is sick. Um, Bert takes off and he's like, I'm going to find help. And Jeff starts to just like stock up on beers and like dips out. And he's like, fuck. And including, his gr- yeah. I, including his girlfriend. I'm assuming Marcy was his girlfriend. He's like, yeah, no, bye guys. I'm getting the fuck out. He has like a handkerchief over his nose, like a Victorian age, he he, like <laughs> woman. Like He doesn't know how it spreads. <laughs> he's worried. Stop. You act like you would act any better. I was thinking that, Probably though. I'm not. like, would I abandon everyone I loved? Yes. If I was panicking. Also, you have to remember, they made the bet. Like, he and Bert made the bet that they wouldn't drink any water, which is why I right. think that was one of the things why Jeff didn't catch it readily because he stayed away from anyone. But he didn't touch anything that was made with water. And they could only drink beer the whole trip. So he was sh- fucking shit-faced the entire time. And also and dehydrated. dehydrated. <laughs> so oh, that he, sounds terrible. I will grant... I'll, I will cut him some slack that he abandoned everybody. <laughs> I'm just thinking about how, like, fucking accurate his urine would be after doing that. Like, dude, drink some water, man. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's nasty. Um, so he dips out and um, 
Bert ends up at the convenience store and this is the pancakes bit, which is the one part that I will say fucking cracks me up because it's so random and like I don't And he's doing like legit kung fu. Yeah, that kid was good. He was he was flipping. (laughs) He's doing some fucking opchagi dude. He's doing what? It's a opchagi? Does that mean like back kick or like a flying kick? I don't know. I used to know. Did you do martial arts ever? Hell no. I had like one lesson as a kid. My dad was actually really the best parenting he ever did was whenever I would get interested in hobbies, he'd be like, okay, if you commit to this, he like knew enough people that he could get me lessons and things. It's like, if you do this for two weeks, I will buy you all the stuff and then you can, I'll sign you up for lessons. Like, he did that with karate, he did that with archery, and I would have, like, one lesson, and I'm like, I'm over it. Mm. I'm not a good archer, and I don't like getting my ass kicked. You So, you see, I I also used, like, I would quit things, a lot, like, quickly. There are some activities I stuck with, like, I was, I played the clarinet for, like, six, close to seven years. So, like, that actually stuck with me for a long time. But I did a lot of other activities. You act- should jam. Huh? We should should jam. jam. Um, I should also note the last time I played the clarinet, I was 15 years old. So, um, yeah, 13 years. I doubt I can play anything more than hot cross buns. Um, It's like riding a bike. I think I could still read music, though. I probably could sight read a little bit Um, because I started learning young enough that I think it sticks with me. My point is, though, I would quit a lot of activities as well, but I wish I had, like, I secretly wish I had a stage mom because, like, I wish I had the kind of parent, like, who would force me to do shit. And I think that I would have been farther along in a lot of pursuits today if I had had a parent to just, like, just be mean to I frequently me to make me yell at my mom. I yell at my mom for not pushing me to go into piano like a lot of, you know, parents do for their kids. Because, uh. one... My music, going to school for music would have been significantly easier. Oh, yeah. And then what's like another thing? Oh, my uh, grandma, uh, white grandma. I guess I have two white grandmas. But the one I'm talking about is (laughs) Swedish. Uh I like could speak Swedish. And I'd be like, Mom, why the fuck didn't you teach us Swedish? Because one of my things is I want to be bilingual so that I can shit talk people to their face. Ooh, and I'm like yeah. nobody, nobody no speaking I, Swedish. I would be, like I would be so hard pressed to shit talk someone in Swedish, and then they start going off on me in better Swedish. I'm like, that's not gonna no, but that'd be so dope though, because like I mean, being bilingual in any language is awesome, but it's especially cool if you're bilingual in a language that's like not you don't hear often. Like I've never heard anyone speak Swedish outside of Swedish films because I've never been to Sweden. So like, if you're just like able to speak Swedish. Like, just in life, that's pretty cool. Right? That's a cool thing. Like, no one's impressed if they're like, oh, I also speak Spanish or, like, French. It's like, yeah, 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 everyone does. But, like, right. you can speak Swedish. It's like, whoa. Like, tight. <laughs> nice. That's that's useful <laughs> in Sweden. It's useful in only Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, Dennis bites him. We're at pancakes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pan- pancakes, pancakes, pancakes. I don't know. I feel like maybe I should, like, throw in. No. It's not, this is not a visual. This is not a visual medium. It's making sense, but yeah, no. Uh, maybe we'll put it up on Instagram. The, the pancakes bit because it actually is very funny but very strange. Um, but back at the cabin, Marcy's just like, "Listen, Paul. Like, we're all gonna die. 
I just want to have sex. And Paul's like, okay. And they do without a condom, which. Yeah, this guy, this is. Yeah. There's so many like PSAs in this, like have a good water filtration system. Yeah. Don't like, don't finger fuck. Wait. Don't be rapey. Yes. Don't. Wait, just to interrupt you really quick. Even just that, like who the fuck goes to a cabin and drinks the water out of the sink? Like, bro, you bring water, right? Yeah. Or like a fucking Brita. Yeah. I mean, unless, I you know, it's like, unless it's a, like a campground with like many cabins. But mm-hmm. even then, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm bougie and sensitive to like tap water, so if I if I don't know the tap water, I'm not about to drink it. Which is fair. I mean, you gotta be safe. Yeah, but they don't use condoms. I'm like, if not just for this flesh eating disease, like, bro, herpes. Like, I do like that he listerines his penis afterwards, though. So I had to. That'll get this flesh eating disease off. So while I was watching this movie, Evan was making dinner. I was like, Evan, (laughs) would that hurt? I imagine like pouring Listerine on your on your your wiener, but also why would he do that? I, I, I guess what he's trying to like, he say- kill the bacteria, but it's like what? Like who does that? Yo, shit's crazy. All of his friends are dying from a flesh eating disease. He again is allowed to be a little insane. Yeah, I guess. But okay, then we get the scene that fucking ooks me out, and it's when Marcy is in the bath. Yeah. And shaves her legs and her fucking skin is falling off as she's shaving them. And you can hear, like, you can hear it. It's it's upsetting. Did you get, like, the second you saw her in the tub with the razor, you're like, oh, it's going to be, this is what the scene is. And yes. I'm just like, Ugh. Yes, and you have to sit through it. And just as a, as a person who shaves her legs, it I'm just like. Fuck. That could be you. <laughs> Fuck, like, I'm going to shave these bad boys for a while after seeing that shit. Like, oh, man. I can't. Oh, she freaks out, runs outside, and Dr. Mambo, the dog, who, who Grim, the dude, was like, yeah, no, my dog's so nice. And he's not, because he fucking, like, fucks her up and eats he's her. He's trying to eat them all. Yeah. It's a bloodhound. Well, it's not. It's German Shepherd, but... Well, this is when we also food. get... Uh... Well, so when we go back to the pancake scene at the uh, the general store, we get like because, you know, he fucking bites Bert again. And then now he's like not feeling good. Mm-hmm. And then the guy's dad is like, what'd you do to my boy? You made him sick. And then so with very, very p- uh, pandemic logic as of the times now, the guy goes, if you're sick, that's your problem. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> and then he <laughs> and then, you know, it's like if he gets sick, that's my problem. If I get sick, that's Lorraine's problem. We got to take out the original problem. So then they're like, oh, fuck, so we need who to kill all is the Is Lorraine his wife? I assume. OK. You know, they just. But then so th- that sets off that like him and the Hick three. It's the trio of they're not people of the earth. The Hick Three, the new Quentin Tarantino film. Um, but yeah, so they they you know like they're chasing him back, and then Bert's car breaks down, mm-hmm. and that's when what's his face? Paul is out looking, trying to find everyone, and he that's when he finds the fucking body in the reservoir water. Mm-hmm. 
And of course, he has to go poke it with a stick for some fucking reason, and he falls in. I mean, everyone has to poke but it. That- and he pokes. It's stupid, too. He's not just poking a stick. He climbs over, like, the the clearly broken, like, um, fence ladder. thing or whatever, ladder thing. And then I don't know what. Or what things are. He he climbs over it though. It's clearly broken. He decides to poke with it. And of course, yeah, like you said, it breaks and he lands on top of the ch- charred body. Charred and bloated body, honestly. Because it's in the water. Like this man, like Paul, you knew Paul was going to die no matter what because he fingered an infected person, he fucked an infected person, and then he literally <laughs> fell into the corpse of an infected person. There's like, Paul, you. Why are you so bad at not French fingered French fingered fucked reservoir? <laughs> Dude, dog got reservoir. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, but the point is that we realize now, like, oh yeah, this is in the water supply. He runs back to the cabin. Marcy's fucked up, and Doctor Mambo. <laughs> that's a great dog name, though. If I ever had another dog name, Doctor Mambo too. Or doctor something. I think giving a doc a dog a doctor name is very funny. But um, is eating Karen too, and he's able to kill the dog. But really sadly, he has to kill Karen. I mean, it's a mercy kill. She is because yeah. she's still alive when he finds her. I think at, in the moment, alive. I think he thinks he's dead, and then she like inhales, and it's like, oh fuck, she's still alive. And poor thing. Um, Man, uh, but and also again, Paul gets gets karen's blood all over him i'm like mercy kill with an apron or something this guy's just begging to get infected <laughs> yeah you're right because he bludgeons her and it's just like blood's everywhere like everyone everyone needs to get the proper ppe before murdering their neighbors what are you doing there's a contagious disease Jeez. yes you don't see murderers out and about now not wearing their fucking masks yeah you have to um so Bert gets back to the cabin and of course he's still being chased by, you know, the Hick three. Um, they end up killing him though. It's in, in like a kind of a fun moment where like he's like in the cabin. Well, they, he like sacrifices. Yeah, he himself. sacrifices. Yeah, it was like a nice little like, you know, a little trickaroo. He kills them and then Paul kills them um himself. And he decides he's gonna start looking for Jeff at this point. And Paul, I mean, you know, Paul's got a lot of bodies, like <laughs> Sean Hunter's he got murdered, a lot of bodies under his several belt. people. Yeah, I was like very attracted to it. There um, are like there are interesting kills though. Like he stabbed one in the ear with a screwdriver, and then like fucking stabbed one through some body part with like a that, spear. Would that kill you? A screw. Um, I feel like a, having a screwdriver in the ear. I think will mostly just irritate you. Well, yeah. I think uh, just ups- having never screwed just, someone in the ear. It'll just upset you. I'm not yeah. a mild. Yeah, it was just a slight irritation. As someone who suffers from you know ear infections, infections pretty regularly, I hated that scene. I saw it and it made me squirm because I have ear problems. You know, try some sensitivity, Eli Roth. Um, so <laughs> yeah, clearly he, he's, he, he cares. I know Eli Roth is. I don't know. You know, I told you my Twitter handle, like, reach out to me, Eli. Thank you. Um, he listens to this podcast. So. <laughs> Him and uh, Ben Shapiro. They both. Oh, my God. They both do. 
they're probably friends. I could see it. They're both edgelords. Hate them. Um, so then kills him. Okay, so oh, Paul also finds dead Eli Roth, who's playing the sonar guy too. So like that dog probably killed him as well. Did the dog kill him? Well, probably ate him if he got sick. You know, d- yeah. dogs will eat you. They don't care. Cattle eat you if you dogs. Die I heard that dogs will wait a little bit longer. Then cats will eat you Not. before your body's even cold. I think dogs will stick it out a little bit. Not Dr. Mambo. Oh, that's what I told myself about Hendrix. I thought he would wait a little bit. Dude, he's probably got to kill cat. Would you say Dr. Mambo killed at least five people? Would you say Mambo is about number five? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Mambo, number five. <laughs> Yes, actually, <laughs> that was good. Um, so okay. he, uh, Paul ends up stealing the convenience store's truck, and while he's driving, he realizes, like, "Fuck, I'm infected," and hits a deer. And when he comes to, he finds a deputy out there partying with some, you know, some teens, and some killing <laughs> happens. Basically, you know, everyone's freaking out. Paul kills a he 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 fucking ratio some dude with a a. A harmonica, like the guy's playing harmonica, and then like that was actually pretty fun. I like that. Um, yeah, it was good stuff. Because he's like he's like gasping for air, and the harmonica's still like going slightly. Yeah, because it's stuck in his windpipe. I'm Ugh. pretty sure I saw a video like that though. It wasn't in the person's windpipe, but a girl, <laughs> this girl stuffed a harmonica in her mouth to show like I could fit it, and it got stuck, and it was stuck like the way you play it. So she's like in the video, like laughing, but she's absolutely playing the harmonica while doing it, and it's 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 good stuff. It's pretty gold. It's golden stuff. Um, but yeah, no. Paul eventually he he passes out, you know, after this whole hubbub, and and attacking a lot of the other party goers, and he does get dropped off at a hospital, and we overhear them, you know, the doctor and sheriff talking about how like. We need to fucking dump these bodies and get rid of these fucking kids because we can't have none of that, you know? Yeah, we we don't have the we don't have the capacity or the resources. We just need to get rid of this body. Yeah, we just need to get like, like, who cares about this fucking um definitely highly contagious waterborne illness, which is a big one. Um, uh, but Jeff apparently also oh, sorry, go ahead. Well we we see uh, oh like as he's being wheeled through the hospital we he looks in the room and we see a giant person in a rabbit costume with pancakes it's just random shit and i think like and this is and this is again what i get annoyed with eli roth i think he's he's there's a lot of callbacks to other horror movies in this movie but they're done just a way that's not clever it's like i feel like that was a very like shining moment so like you turn into the room and there's like a guy and like <laughs> Except he's not sucking dick, he just has pancakes. <laughs> but he's like dressed as like an animal type from furry or whatever. Like, I get what he's trying to do, but it's like, but I can't wait till we get to Cabin in the Woods because I think that's a well done movie that has a lot of, so many callbacks to other classic movies, but they're used well and effectively and not just like, hey, there's a reference to this thing that we've all seen and it doesn't serve a purpose besides Eli Roth being able, much like a Quentin Tarantino, being able to let us know, I've seen a lot of movies and like, we get it. We get it. (laughs) Eli Roth, come on this podcast and cuss you out. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, but he oh does. He ends up dying and gets dumped at the edge of the creek. But Jeff. Jeff fucking makes it. He makes it. And okay, now I'm going to sound like Eli Roth, but this isn't, uh, I think, a reference to Night of the Living Dead because the black guy does make it to the end and then he dies immediately and you think like yeah he did it and then he fucking dies it's the same thing but yeah jeff comes out of the woods and he's he's elated he's like yes i fucking like you know he's sad that his friends are dead but he's like i fucking survived this thing and as he's celebrating um a bunch of these guys show up and like shoot the fuck out of him and end up burning his body with the others too um and then we get a scene of the fucking kids that again like you know i grew up in a a rural area and i like i myself wasn't terribly rural but i had many friends that were and i still don't think any of these people would be like let's go down to the creek and fill our fucking cooler with creek water yeah and then make lemonade and sell it to people it's like no man we didn't i mean you maybe your hose water that's like the most rustic it would get no one went to any body of water i lived yeah you're totally right i mean these kids definitely have running water at home i don't know why they would go down to the creek to did you say crick yeah i hate that um i have friends do you have any friends that say crick well probably not where you're from no we say creek yeah, no, because that's normal and how you should say it. I have people that there's this town that's not terribly far from where I went to school or where I grew up, and it's called Johnson's Creek. Um, but people will say Johnson's Crick. I'm like, you know, that's not how it's spelled. Yeah. Do you kiss someone on the chick? I mean, like, it's just like a racialism. It's kind of like, you know, crayon and crane. Crane? Mm-hmm. Have you not heard it said that? Like, okay. So I say, I say crayon. And Evan says crayon, like crayon. And it's just like a weird regionalism of like, people say it with one what syllable, a, I say a, it with two. I say crayon. What a weirdo. I know. He can't read. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this illiterate boyfriend of mine. You illiterate. Well, thank God he but. can't read. <laughs> thank um, God he don't listen to this. I know. Uh, yeah, so... They're they're doing like and also I've only seen children do a lemonade stand once and it was recently in my neighborhood and I almost called the cops on them because they're white and I wanted to show them you know teach them a lesson about they don't have permits they don't have fucking permit they don't have permits selling lemonade well you think you're cute because you're you're blonde fuck you during a pandemic get the fuck out of here oh no it wasn't it was endangering now. my it life. was like oh, a year ago oh I wished it was now that would have been funny like you trying to... oh. Get yourself a small business loan if you're doing that poorly. No, I get like the fucking the health, uh, see health people or whatever to come out and <laughs> beat them. Um, yeah, so they get the water for the creek and they're just like going to do a lemonade stand. And then we have the fucking the button, the punchline of this this nigger joke, which I'll say. We see the three like- black people. Yeah, they come out, and then you see. And then the second I saw those black people and the old white guy going into the store, I'm like, this is, this is finally it's what's like, going to, what? I need to see what happens. The actual fucked. Fuck. And he's just like, here's the rifle for you. I cleaned it on nice for you. What's up, my nigga? I can't do the handshake like you. And yeah, I'm like, it, that's it really like- that... That's what you set that up for. Yeah, I'm like, and I'm like, bro, you're just racist. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, no, I'm not fucking sorry. I think when it comes, I am... We're both comedy people. 
I think I think we we can, we are comedians. We are comedians. We have done. We comedy are objectively. I am a comedian. We've got we have gotten paid kind of for doing comedy. We have. So yeah, we're fucking comedians, and I can understand you know making jokes about taboo stuff. I'm not you know sensitive about that. I think it's fine. For me though, it always boils down to punchline. I had a conversation with my sister because she was wondering, like you know, like what is what is okay to do in comedy. I'm like. I think most things are okay to do, but I didn't know the punchline. What are we laughing at? And that the the joke is that I just said nigger, and now we have a white man saying nigger, and it's funny because he also add like hip hop music at the end. It's like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Like, there's there's nothing like this had nothing to do with anything in this movie. You're just doing it for a cheap what laugh, quote unquote, because I'm not laughing. So yeah, no, I I. I think this movie had a lot of um, uh, potential. I think the the concept is definitely cool, but it's just like uh, Eli Roth needed a fucking editor. <laughs> well, there's something I think a that's super editor. funny about this movie that you'll appreciate. So, yeah. So, I was um, trying to find this and watch it, and I'm like, I'm aware there's a 2016 remake of this and i'm like okay mm-hmm. i can't find that one i have to watch the 2002 one and i and i find one legally 100 percent legally watching it on the internet <laughs> at this not sketchy site and i start watching it and i'm like wow this looks like really good for being an early 2000s movie and i'm watching i'm watching and i get like t- 10 15 ish minutes in and they get to the cabin and this girl holds up her phone and she's like, oh, I'm not getting any bars, but it's flat. Oh, God. Are you okay? Guys, you can't see it, but the cops are bursting into Sonique's room. They're <laughs> actually very quiet about it. Yo, don't play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's not funny. That move. But, so, but back to this stupid funny thing is this woman holds up her phone and it's flat. And I'm like, that is an iPhone? And then this guy, it's like, whoa, no bars, no internet. And this guy goes, man, no GTA 5, no Minecraft. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm watching the wrong movie. <laughs> but luckily, I was only t- I was only 10 minutes in. Oh, but I was good. so disappointed because I, tr- I tried so hard to find the right one. But honestly, even just like the, I will say this is a pretty well shot movie. Like the quality yeah, of it, yeah. watching it, I was like, it actually looks, it doesn't look like it's, it doesn't have that weird early 2000s hue about it it was actually like i think a decently i'll give credit where credit's due you know the cinematography of it is actually pretty decent so i'm not gonna shit on that um but yeah i i loved i i will admit i'm not gonna pretend like i've always hated this movie i loved this movie when um i first saw it i don't hate it but i just like there's just elements of it that i just like fucking dude like Come on, like yeah. I don't like the cheap laughs. I don't like the fucking weird race shit. I don't like the random scenes that don't seem to serve a purpose outside of Eli Roth. You know, basically, it's very self masturbatory in my opinion. In my opinion. Well, speaking about self masturbating and race things, I'm just kidding about the first part. Mm-mm. If this were a black movie, <laughs> how would it be different? Oh, not a, the segues are not cooking today, but I digress. It's okay. We're doing our best. Um, I think that, it, so aside from the obvious of like, we wouldn't be out there. Wouldn't have happened. 
wouldn't have happened because most of the horror it's like wouldn't have happened like (laughs) i think i think that like um so assuming in like a world where black people can comfort well people do this because i know i know people who go out into i've i've been to west virginia and like fucking rafted and shit out there like it's not you know being in the booties isn't always a terrifying experience excuse me but um it's assuming that you those things don't matter. You can go to these places. You're out in the cabin doing your thing. I think that if this was an all black, if this were an all black cast, I don't think that they would have turned on each other as quickly. They probably would have also brought their own water. They would also we we would absolutely brought bottled and- water. I know it's not good for the environment, but I would. I would absolutely have brought a case of Deer Park, maybe two cases from Costco. <laughs> To be like, okay, they bitches, have, drink this shit. <laughs> I also feel like they wouldn't just, you wouldn't have the Bert character that's like, I'm going to be drunk and shoot squirrels. They're like, that's, why am I going to do that? No, if anything, if anything, when I think about, um, again, I haven't done a cabin thing, but if that's what I did, if I had got a few friends, my black friends, and like, let's go to a cabin, what's going to happen? We're going to go in the fucking cabin. We're going to be cooling. All weekend, we're just drinking and having a good time, smoking in this fucking cabin. We're in, we're in like the wilderness, but we're not really experiencing it because we're just staying in the cabin. Because like the whole point was just kind of right. just have a place to be as opposed to being in the great outdoors. So we're in this fucking cabin all night, all day. Music, mm, mm. we're chilling, we're cooking, we're we're grilling, we're having a good time. I don't know when we would have encountered this hermit the first time, but if we had encountered him again, where he shows up and he's just like really bloodied and fucked up. We lock those doors. We're cooling. We're chilling. We grilling. We <laughs> like, fuck the haters. Good vibes only. I'm ignoring that shit. It's not. It's not, it's not allowing it into my space. I'm having a good time. I don't know about that. I'm ignoring that. <laughs> There's some crazy yeah, white man at my like, door. I'm not opening that fucking door. It's good. We chilling. Or some guy. <laughs> yeah, some guy shows up. It's like, yo, can I come join your bonfire? You're like, absolutely not. But like. There's I don't no know way. you. He's like, oh, I got weed. And I'm like, we do too. I don't know you. Bye. <laughs> like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> we came prepared. Yeah. We also have bottled he's water. Like, I, okay. <laughs> I've got weed. Good. Then you have something to do when you fucking leave. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, fucking hanging out with me. What the hell? <laughs> well, it sounds yeah. like this would be an objectively more pleasant experience <laughs> for the I campers. Think it would just be like one. a cute little, like, it's not a, a horror movie weekend. anymore. It's just like a, f- it's like or it's like a horror movie in the sense of like when we talked about as above so below and Benji left, but we got like his fun Paris vacation spliced yeah. into the footage. It'd be just like <laughs> if there if there were like like proximity cameras for the property, and then you just see like the black people in the cabin having a fun time, and then just random shots of like the hermit puking blood. And then back to good vibes, back to the hermit. He's dead now, but he yeah. didn't wander into a reservoir because he wasn't on fire. And then people nope. could still use the water and not start shedding their skin. Or at the very yeah, what least, a good movie. if it was a case, if it's a good movie, at the very least, it's like, um, let's say we do get sick, right? Let's let's do that. So it's, it's still a horror movie. People are getting sick for whatever reason. 
we're getting that fucking car. We're just leaving. I, I wouldn't even be like, oh, I'm going to go to the nearest doctor. I'm like, no, I'm going to the nearest fucking city. I'm not going to the nearest town. Uh, I'm assuming they're in West Virginia. Let's say I'm going to the fucking university. I'm going to the nearest big town. <laughs> not this little fucking boonie ass. Like, big town where I can, like, there's a hospital here. There are There's all types of equipment, all types of modern medicine that we can take care of this bullshit. I'm also not calling the cops. <laughs> yeah um this horror movies have just done they've decimated people's trust in rural hospitals <laughs> it's like oh i'm not going there <laughs> like fuck that no mm, not about that life absolutely not i am a city mouse um but yeah that was cabin fever next week we are, oh my, I can't believe this month is over. Isn't that crazy? Like, we're. Isn't it crazy how time is standing still, but then it just all of a sudden flies forward? You're like, right. March last forever. April was gone. May, June. I don't even remember whatever. April. Like, I don't even know what happened yeah. in April. What did I do? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this, I assume. <laughs> this, this is podcasting probably a lot. Um, it's it's fucking nuts, but we are rounding out the month, our early aughts, August, with Final Destination, which I am so pumped. I haven't seen Final Destination in years, so I'm so excited to rewatch it. It's been so long. I'm stoked. I'm so excited. I think it's like a, it's, I think, eh, I loved it when I saw it. I hope I still love it. I don't know if I will. <laughs> I hope I do though, because I I do hold a place in your heart. Enjoying it. Um, if anyone can think of any theme for September, yeah, I think we have some ideas cooking. But you know, feel free. Like we have the this social media. Hit us up. We die first pod. Up. Yes, hit us up on that's the same name. We die first pod on Instagram and Twitter. We've considered like supernatural September slasher September, but there's so many other s words, y'all. Like, have you seen a dictionary? There's lots. <laughs> have you have you seen a dictionary? Don't even get me started on thesauruses. Oh my god, if we ever get merch, I want, have you ever seen a dictionary as a teacher? <laughs> have you seen a uh. dictionary? Guys, um, yeah, so hit us up with any ideas. Um, I'd love to also hear if there's some um, stuff that we missed in the movies you've seen so far that we could, like, I would be down to read your comments and your thoughts on some of these movies. Because I'm, we're, you know, we have, I think we're pretty eagle-eyed, but we're not like, um, what's better than an eagle? Perfect. What's better than an eagle? I don't know. Are you un-American? I also don't know anything about birds. <laughs> owls? Um, falcons? Are fa- falcons are... Pr- owls are just wise. Are falcons, like, more, like, intense? Falcons, my... For no reason, my impression of falcons is, like, their hunting is more precise. You know, like, falconry. They're all, like... They're like target hunting birds, whereas like an eagle is just arbitrarily the symbol of a country, so people think it's great. Or maybe like, like hawk. have you heard an eagle eyed versus being hawk eyed? Like a hawk is just like really on the money, you know? Yeah. That's much better than an eagle. Yeah. So Have it, you heard an eagle screech? Sounds like a piece of shit. No, I've never It's not majestic. I've never I saw a hawk Sounds though. Like a, I saw a hawk perched up on um 
it was really sad. It was perched up on like a like a light post in like the the medical in the district city? in the city. Yeah, it's a hog. Oh man! And I was like, "Well, damn, what are you what doing out here?" Ass, huh? I know, probably waiting to pick up someone's small dog in their yard or something. <laughs> probably they can do that. They can do that. Um, yeah, but hit us up, guys. We'd love to hear from you. Anything else, Andrew? Are we missing something? Um, no, I think we've been pretty hawk-eyed with this one. <laughs> it's a callback. Yeah. It's called a callback from two seconds ago. Um, yeah, but <laughs> thank you so much, Liz, for listening, and we'll catch you guys later, Spooky Squad. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>